Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. Today's episode is a recording from a Q&A I did after my keynote presentation at the Many Chat Convention, Conversations. The business owners there asked really amazing questions about business, social media, and everything in the in-between. I can't wait for you to hear it and apply my answers to your own business. Let's dive right in. Hi friends, how are you? I couldn't be more excited than to do this live Q&A. The questions that have been coming in have blown my mind. And so I know some people say I talk fast, but listen, please don't listen slow because I'm gonna fire through as many questions as possible because they're phenomenal. In fact, I wanna set the tone of this Q&A because this question came in and I think it's a great place to start. Did you struggle with imposter syndrome? If so, how did you overcome it? And I want to be very honest is that sometimes I can come across and give the energy or the perspective that I am very confident in all things in my life. And I want to rephrase this question and speak my truth because this question says, did you struggle with imposter syndrome? And I have to tell you that there is an internal saboteur, right? That person That doubter, the person who instills fear, the person who doubts, the person who wonders why should I be talking about this when somebody else does it better? Why should I be creating or spending time to create content on platforms when it's already been done and said a million times before? And I have to tell you, it is not something that I looked at, moved through and looked back at and like give a thumbs up or like a peace out sign. It's something that I still work through today. Why? Because at every new phase of being a business owner, we are presented with a whole entirely different set of things that we must do, we must learn, and we must execute. It's just like every time you get to the place where you're like, once I get there, it'll be great. You have a whole new set of, I need to learn how to run my business differently. I need to know how to expand my team. I need to know how to do things that have never been done before in a way that I have done them. So imposter syndrome will always be there. The amount of time you listen to the negativity and the amount of time that you doubt and the amount of time that you spend in fear, it gets less and less and less over time on the condition that you continue to move forward. The faster you look at something and you're like, oh, there's an internal saboteur, that imposter's coming up again. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to say somebody might have said it before. Somebody might say it better. Somebody might have better hair, a smaller waist, a Ferrari, a private jet, and a private island. That all might be true, but nothing is going to stop me from sharing what I know because there is at minimum one person in the world who needs to hear it from me. And there is a person in the world who needs to buy your product or buy your service from you. I am telling you that is what I truly know with a capital T truth. There is somebody in the world who needs to buy your product or service directly from you. And the more that you say, I must show up to connect with people. I must show up and speak about my business because if I don't speak about my business, if I don't educate about my business, if I don't create on behalf of my business, nobody will know that it exists. So you have two choices when it comes to being a business owner. You could choose to listen to doubt and fear, or you could choose to listen to determination and fortitude. DNF y'all, DNF. Okay, Uh, next question. If I use Instagram account to sell products, what is the effective proportion of my post that will focus on product to sell? So the good news is that if you sell a product or a service, my advice has always been the same. You do not want to use Instagram for business as your own version of QVC. You do not always want to be selling. 
However, when it comes to creating conversations on Instagram, I believe, and at Social Curator, we advocate for having conversations about your business so you could talk about your business without having to sell your business. So when it comes to talking about your product, I would advise you to one out of every seven to nine posts, you could actually be doing a hard pitch for your products. All the other posts should be talking about what your product means for your followers, because you could sell like very expensive facial cream or essential oils or hair care or t-shirts or flip-flops. It doesn't matter because if all you do is like, it comes in black now, it's on sale, buy one, get one. People are like, I don't want to be sold to. People are on social media to be social. So if we know that they want to be social, how then do we create content around the benefits? Why are your flip-flops the best? You don't have to sell it. You could just use customer testimonials. You could talk about the way that it's been packaged or made that's different. That's going to be a benefit to the user. You could talk about how your hair care is differentiated because of X, Y, and Z. You could, if you're selling hair care, not sell the hair care, but do a hair tutorial. Why? People want to know about your hair tutorials and then what products you use on the back end. When it comes to selling on social, the key thing is that in order for you to get conversions, in order for you to turn a follower into a customer, you need to build trust. Everything I just walked through, building a brand, making somebody feel about like something about you, that's building trust. And you're like, Jasmine, I came here to learn about sales and conversions. Right. But you'll never get to the sales and conversions if you don't get somebody to trust you online. Because the minute that somebody trusts you, like, I I think I kind of like this person's tax services. I think I kind of like this person's photography. And they leave a small comment and you respond. Or if they are watching your stories and they vote on a poll and then you send them a direct message and say, I too like that version of the poll vote. And you are connecting with them. Trust leads to conversations. Conversations lead to conversions. You will have a very hard time somebody stumbling across your Instagram account and being like, you know what? This is the most riveting reel I've ever seen. Let me hand over my credit card for $500. It doesn't work like that on social. If we reprogram and say Instagram is just the front door to our digital business. There are very few business owners on Main Street USA who are standing at their door and somebody walks in and be like, where's your credit card? No, people have to come into your store. You have to talk to them. You have to talk about the benefits, what's in it for them, what makes it special. That is what you should do in the majority of your posts when it comes to Instagram. And lo and behold, people will ask questions, they'll take it to DM, and that's where you're able to close them. Uh, Next question, how will you use automation in your Instagram strategy? The idea and goal for us when it comes to strategy is that if you must use automation, I get it. If you're looking for my suggestion, I recommend planning your post and then posting in real time. Why? Well, I have seen and experienced that automating works great if you must do it. But when you post real time, it's on the top of your mind. So there's a higher likelihood of you going and engaging with early likes and comments and early shares. What happens in the algorithm is that when somebody leaves a comment and you are there to quickly engage, it's indicating that you're an active power user and you want to keep that engagement going. I like to post in real time and then within the first 
15, 20 minutes, I want to go back in and I want to anybody who liked my post if I or left a comment, I want to go to their accounts. I want to like a few things. I want to leave a comment or I want to respond to the comments. This goes back to if you must use automation, totally cool. But what I like to do, and this is why I created Social Curator, is we have a drafting feature. I go in, I customize my post, put it in a draft, and when I'm ready to go and post it on social, I simply just put it out to where I need it to go. That's exactly what I want to do. Posting in real time accelerates my engagement and keeps it top of mind. But as far as automation goes, I plan my content, if you guys can believe it. I plan my content for the month in one day. And then every single week, I set out to deploy. How many reels am I going to do? What's the live video? Am I, you know, am I doing Instagram live? Am I meeting up with a videographer? I'm planning that content. I have a clear plan. That way, if I want to automate, I'm simply plugging in the content that I have created and moving forward from there. Question, how often do you recommend posting? I recommend to post however much you can, however you can. I will never say you must be posting 18 times a day. I'm not going to be that person. However, I also believe that your actions will map your aspirations. Your actions will map your aspirations. If you want to get to 100,000 followers, if you want to get 100,000 in revenue on the back of being active on social, if you want to do X, well, then your actions must map the thing you want to do. If you want to get a lot more followers, if you want to double or triple your revenue, if you want to be seen as an authority in the field on Instagram, then I'm going to tell you your actions must map your aspirations. Because what I see a lot of people like, I just want 10,000 followers so I can get the swipe up. But then they're like posting once every nine days. And that's fine, but your actions are not mapping to the thing that you want. I liken activity on social media, specifically on Instagram, the same way I liken going to the gym. If you want to lose 10 pounds and I want to lose 10 pounds, but you go to the gym every day, you put in the work and you're dedicated. And I go to the gym once a week, once every two weeks. You and I, we both might lose 10 pounds, but you're going to lose it faster because you showed up with regularity, dedication, and consistency. So how often you should be posting? How big are your aspirations, baby? Because if you want to make it in the game, more is always better. And I don't mean more like 18 posts a day. Consistency. Can you do one post a day? Can you take one sweeping action on Instagram? Because you know that your efforts on Instagram aren't going into the void when you're strategic, when you're consistent, when you're building your brand, when you have a very siloed and specific plan and strategy. Well, then you know you're going up and you're investing your time. You're not wasting your time. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I have a question. I have help with social media. So the brand voice is not right, but I don't have the time to do it all myself. What are your thoughts? Yes. I love this because the answer is you have to slow down before you speed up. If you, anybody here is at the point to where they're getting assistance with their social media, you have to slow down before you speed up. So let me just break this down very clearly on Instagram. I am at Jasmine star. I am also the CEO of Social Curator. Our social handles are social curators. When we sat down to create this brand new account, this the Social Curators account is about a year old, maybe not even a year quite yet. And when we sat down, I had to sit with the person who is in charge of the social media and say, this is our target customer. This is how this person likes to be spoken to. 
what are some phrases that we as a company are okay with? How do we want to refer to our users? What are the things that we are okay talking about? What are the things that we're not okay talking about? And then I would give us like a prompt. And I would say in this prompt, today we wanna to talk about the benefits of using social curators caption templates. We're gonna be talking to our dream customer about this thing, about using the caption templates, go. And then she would write something and I would write something. And then I would look at her response and juxtapose it with mine and say, wow, it was similar in these parts and I probably wouldn't say this or these are the things that we need to change. It takes time to train the person who will take over your brand voice. But if your person, if your assistant, if your team member isn't hitting the mark, it's not on them. It's on you as a leader to slow down, build out your ideal client profile, know what their pressure points are, know what television references to make, um, to make a reference to, know what they like to read, know how they spend their time, know what they do on the weekend, know how much money they make, do they have kids, are they married, where do they live? This person has become so real that your assistant, your social media manager is like, oh, I know who I'm speaking to, I know what references to make, and I know what verbiage we're okay with. Slow down before you speed up. All right, we got four minutes. Uh, what should I do if I did a live Instagram regularly but haven't gotten the views I'm hoping and get the engagement I wanted? So. I have to tell you, very similar to the gym analogy that I had used, because Instagram is very much like going to the gym. Your actions will map your aspirations. If I went to the gym and I followed the advice of my favorite trainer and I went to the gym every day for five days and I went back to the trainer and I was like, you know what? I'm not seeing the results that I want. I think I'm going to give up. The trainer would be like, you're crazy. If I went to the gym every single day for 30 days, and I went to the trainer and he said, you know, I'm not seeing results. I want to give up. He would still or she would still think that I'm crazy because results are not guaranteed. Results come over time. And number three, what are the results you're hoping for in the spectrum of your users? So if you have, let's just say 300 users and you go live and your users are located all around the world because they are, it's Instagram, people follow you all over the world. And you go live at this one time about this one topic for 17 minutes and only one person showed up live for two minutes and then didn't pop back in. And so you are sitting on Instagram live talking to yourself for 17 minutes. That's hard. But you have to speak to an audience of one like you're speaking to an audience of a thousand far before a thousand will ever arrive to your platform. I go live on Instagram about once a week and I went live on Instagram for a year, once a week for a year before I ever started feeling significant traction for people to show up. And what I remind myself, and this is what I remind you before we get into the last question, is that I don't do Instagram live for the people who are on live. I do Instagram live for the people who watch on the replay. 
the magic is in the replay when it comes to Instagram Live because I do Instagram Live, I push it to IGTV, and then what I'll do is I'll go back through and I'm like, these are the topics that I talked about because they were the questions that was asked during the live. So it becomes an index of me working smarter, not harder, responding to questions that people have, putting it out there, and then people can go back and search for the topic that they want, fast forward to the video that they want to watch, and as long as they watch more than three seconds, it counts as a view. This is exactly what I want. Let's get into the very last question, and this is where I want to end. Question, how to become confident on camera? With one minute left, I will tell you a mantra that has changed my life. I once told a woman who said, Jasmine, I will never be okay making reels, being on videos, or being in photos because I'm not confident. And I told her that you must show up to be confident. You will never be confident to show up. That confidence comes on the back of doing the work. Confidence comes on the back of being consistent. Confidence comes on the back of having a post that totally tanked, nobody saw, and it was absolutely terrible, and yet you rise. Shout out to Maya Angelou. I believe that in our ascension, that in our rise, in our path to becoming confident, we only get there when we know the strength and the fortitude that lies within us to say that come what may, I am still going to show up because there is a person in the world who needs to know and hear what I have to say. And one customer will tell one customer, and that one customer will tell another customer, and that one customer will tell another customer. Dale Carnegie said it best. He said, your business will go farther being genuinely interested in two other people than trying to get 200 people interested in you. Yes and amen. Let's get interested in two people on Instagram today. They could be the two people that change your business and your life. It is an honor. It is a privilege. Many chat. Shout out. Thank you a thousand times over. Bye, friends. I hope you enjoyed the Q&A from the many chat conversations earlier this summer. There's nothing I love more than giving practical advice to business owners just like you. And I'm honored you're allowing me to be your guide by tuning into the Jasmine Star Show today. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know on Instagram or Facebook. You could find me at Jasmine Star. I can't wait to connect with you online and continue growing our businesses together. 